Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of One Question with Pastor Adam. And I'm Adam, and I'm pastor to believers and doubters, to unfaithful Christians and faithful atheists. Jesus wasn't afraid of questions, and neither are we. So, friends, each week on this podcast, we will explore one question that you have sent me over Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We will explore questions that you might be afraid to ask someone else. Some topics include the Bible, heaven and hell, who is Jesus, and do you have to be a Christian in order to be saved? If you have questions, hit me up over on social media, either on my personal pages, the Raven Foundation pages, or the Clackamas United Church of Christ pages. Today's question comes from Penny, and Penny asks this great question. How can we start a conversation and steps towards peace with people who are utterly convinced that God will damn certain people to hell and other issues as well? Uh, How can we help them understand that God's love is unconditional and we are all equal in God's eyes? Penny, I love the question and I want to quickly bring up two answers that I know of. And one of them is from a friend of mine, Brian McLaren. And Brian is a wonderful man, kind, gentle soul, but also very upfront in what I would call progressive Christianity. And of course, he has his detractors uh, that come after him. And Brian told me once that one of his strategies when he's in these kinds of conversations and somebody comes up to him and says, God is sending certain people to hell or has some other violent view of God. And especially if this happens with a family member, he suggests saying something like, well, I don't see it that way. And then you might walk away from the conversation or you might move it in a different direction, but at least that lets people know that not every Christian sees these things in the way that they do. And it also avoids a big argument about this. And arguments rarely get us anywhere in these kinds of conversations. In fact, it's kind of like the story of the Exodus where Moses goes to Pharaoh and each time Moses says, let my people go, Pharaoh's heart gets hardened. And this happens to all of us, progressive Christians, conservative Christians. It's hard for us when we're in these arguments to really listen to what the other person has to say. At least it's hard for me. I often come into these arguments with my ammunition ready to go which means I'm not really listening to the other person. And the more I get into these arguments with people in my family and people outside of my family on social media and wherever, the more my heart gets hardened against them. And it's hard to remain patient and kind, which is kind of ironic because like you, Penny, I am fully convinced that God is unconditional love. But when I get in these arguments, I don't show that unconditional love that I believe God is all the time. It's hard. So I guess the first thing I would do, Penny, is just acknowledge the difficulty of this experience that you're having and that I'm having. This this is hard stuff. 
And maybe the most important lesson that I get from what Brian was saying is that there is a time when you can walk away. So often we get caught up in trying to win the argument about what God, who God is and what God is like in the world. And oftentimes those arguments get in the way of us actually revealing what God is like in the world because I can be very violent and angry in insisting that God is unconditional love and that defeats the purpose. And so sometimes it's better not to win, not to lose, but to, just to walk away. The other example that I want to highlight is Ibu Patel. Ibu has this great book called Acts of Faith, the story of an American Muslim, the struggle for the soul of a generation. And Ibu is the founder and executive director of the Interfaith Youth Corps. And Ibu's kind of whole idea is not so much to get youth, college students, high school students together to talk about their religions, their differences, and their similarities. His goal is more to get people of different faiths to come together for a higher purpose, be it some kind of service project or something that they can do together to help make the world a better place. And this, I think, is a great model for us, not just for interfaith dialogue, but also intra-faith dialogue. Like, it's easy for me to have conversations with other progressive Muslims or progressive Jews when because we're on the same page with a lot of these things. The much more difficult thing for me to do is have conversations with conservative Christians. And maybe the place to start is to invite progressives and conservative Christians to come together for a higher purpose. Could we work together on a fundraiser that we both agree is something important in the world? Maybe that's a good place to start. And so Ibu says that when he has these people of different faiths come together, they start talking about their religions naturally. And a layer of respect is already there because they are in it together. And so this, I think, Penny, might be a good model for us Christians when we are doing more intra-faith dialogue as well. Like a lot of the arguments that I get in with conservative Christians just don't go anywhere. We're all convinced that we are right and no amount of explanation can really convince the other person. I mean, this is Jonathan Haidt's book, The Righteous Mind. It's not something that's inherently wrong with the conservative mind or the progressive mind. It's just the human mind that has a hard time admitting that we're wrong. And so the mind will unconsciously come up with all kinds of reasons that we are right. And so maybe the best place to start in these conversations is to work together, like Ibu Patel is telling us, for something bigger than being right and them being wrong. Maybe a good place to start is how can we work together to make the world a better place? What is an organization that maybe we both agree is doing good work in the world and how might we be able to do a fundraiser together for that organization? Or how might we together be able to volunteer for that organization? And then maybe we'll have built the foundations of a relationship so that we can have other conversations about God or religion. Or maybe we begin to learn that the conversations and arguments about God and other religions aren't the most important thing in the world. 
but building a relationship that works, but building a relationship for the purpose of doing good work in the world might be more important. And Penny, I would say this, that the best arguments that I have ever seen for the unconditional love of God are not intellectual arguments. The best argument for the unconditional love of God is when we show unconditional love of God to others, when we reflect that love to others. In the end, maybe the best way is not to intellectualize our way into convincing others that God is love, but the best way is to love others into realizing that God is love. So Penny, those are my thoughts on this really great question. I just think that there are times when we can walk away from these conversations and not worry about being right in them. And in that sense, maybe we would be pointing beyond ourselves to the God of unconditional love. Maybe unconditional love is the ability of knowing when is the right time to walk away from this argument. When is the right time to just say, I don't see it that way. I see that God is unconditional love. And then maybe just walking away from the argument. And when is the right time to invite people that we disagree with fundamentally into a relationship that might have a purpose that is bigger than our disagreements. So Penny and friends, I hope that that is helpful. And that is it for today. Thank you for having the courage to ask questions and for listening. If you have questions, hit me up over on social media. And if you want more content, check me out at ravenfoundation.org, where we explore life, faith, and mimetic theory. And if you are in the Portland area, I invite you to come check us out at Clackamas United Church of Christ. And hey, Always remember, your faith and your doubts are holy. So join me next time as we continue to explore your questions.